This is Up for Debate, episode number 247, recorded January 5th, 2023. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast where the two of us agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by a man who I think I'm reading here on the 11th ballot just became Speaker of the House. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. I did it. I, I, why, if, it, if it could be anybody, why not you? Why not? Why not? Why not? Made it, made it happen. And now I'm ready to pass some legislation here on this very podcast. I'm going to make this podcast illegal. Illegal for oh, anybody see, oh. to do. So. Oh, no. Oh, Matt. Oh, no. Then we'll lose out on all our, all our lucrative money we make on this venture. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm getting lots of contracts. Lots of contracts and lots of investments from overseas. So. I'll be just oh, fine. Okay, don't worry. You don't have to disclose any of those. All uh, of my, I did my see a campaign backers. Yes, I did see an article today that was like the podcast industry is is in for a downturn in 2023. I'm like, we never really had an upturn, so I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I think that that bubble burst in like 2009. So <laughs> for podcasts, maybe we're yeah we're we're okay. Well, we're gonna make, we'll survive this one. I think. We're going to be just fine, especially because of our first episode of 2023. We've got a real humdinger, Matt. It's a format we've done twice before, and we're going to do for a third time. It is our creative storytelling challenge where mm. you and I are going to improv uh, tell a story over the next hour. Do you recall the other two times we did this? Something about a bloody Ottoman. <laughs> I remember that, right? The uh, Where there was an Ottoman and filled with blood, sorry, an Ottoman filled with blood. An Ottoman yeah, filled were... with blood. But I don't remember anything else about the story. That was, a, but I remember it being a good, a good one. Um, and the other, there was one time we tried to improv a board game, and that might have yes. been our our just biggest, one of the biggest flops, one of the biggest audio flops that we've ever had. Um, and then I think we just started talking about our favorite types of gum. For the rest no, of the show. The, that was the other bad episode. We were talking okay. about mythical creatures, and that went pretty Oof. poorly, and we pivoted to gum. But at least we pivoted. The game show one we just uh, the game uh, board game one we just gave up on. Oof. Um Oof. Our, our sponsors done, didn't like that. We've done three other storytelling. The first one you mentioned was sort of a super spy adventure involving an Ottoman full of blood. The second one, uh I don't remember everything that happened, but I do remember it started with a guy waking up in his own bed. And at one point they went to the gap and there was like some kind of head injury, uh, flashback. Yeah. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, don't remember much else about that. And then the last one we did did was, uh, started with, I believe two women in a car broken down on the side of the road. And I think ended with some sort of some sort of secret organization out to kill Zack Snyder, if I remember correct, director Zack Snyder. You have a good memory. Um, Did you study this before the show? Because no, this all definitely happened, but it was like a year ago. No, No, but that's the only thing I remember. Like one sentence of each, because we we went all over the map. This was many years ago. This was actually, I want to say like pre-pandemic. Like this was... No, we've done one since then. The, The last one we did, I think was like a year to a year and a half ago but yes the others were yeah the blood full bottom one was like four years ago oh yeah so um but it's worked out we've had a good time 
and we're going to try it again tonight, Matt. The way this works for folks who haven't seen this before is we've got a, a small bit of structure, not much. Uh, I'm going to introduce an opening uh, uh, plot device uh, to sort of get the story kicked off. And then the way it works is Matt and I trade back and forth, but we give each other a set of options. So I might say, the dog was walking down the street. Does he, A, uh break his leash and run away b does he bite the mailman on the other side of the road or c does he suddenly explode for no reason and matt has to choose one of those three and continue the story and we'll keep bouncing back and forth until we run out of time or wrap up the story it uh, should be a good one are you ready to go matt that's how it works oh yeah yeah i'm, I'm ready to ready whenever you are all right <clears throat> and so we began. The, the coolest, fastest cars you've ever seen are racing past you. Sports cars, expensive cars, flying. Uh, inside one of the cars are two young children. Um, uh, Madison, a girl aged 13, and a young boy... Uh, Sam. What was the names? I gotta write these down. What was the other Mad- name? Madison. You said Madison yeah, and I'm Sam. Gonna, I'm not gonna do Sam. Sam's terrible. What's a boy's name? Uh, Philip. Okay. Madison and Philip. Philip being 14, are are in the driver's seats of this vehicle, flying at a high rate of speed, side to side, up and down, cruising very fast. Uh, They're watching lights going past them and flying by them, the other car racing side by side with them. It's at that point they pull into the loading station. Uh, Please make sure to raise your hands for the lap bar and don't leave any loose vehicles inside the ride. Thank you for riding Need for Speed, the ride, based on Need for Speed, the movie, based on Need for Speed, the game. And enjoy your stay at Wild Willie's Entertainment Wonderporium and Family Fun Center Zufari and Amusement Center World Thrill Park. Madison and uh, Madison and Philip stand up, get out of the ride vehicle. Boy, that was a lot of fun uh, as they step out of the exciting Need for Speed roller coaster. Here they are at Wild Willie's, the uh, exciting amusement park on this hot summer's day. Uh, They are off on school vacation. Their parents dropped them off this morning and they're looking for fun things to do inside the park. They started with the parks, one of the parks signature ride need for speed, the ride. Um, But they're looking to go on all sorts of adventure at wild willies, Matt. Now, after leaving need for speed, the ride, do they a go to the far end of the park where an, uh, where an abandoned closed ride is supposedly haunted or do they stumble upon a clue that will lead them to reveal the real owner of Wild Willies? Or do they go to the character jamboree and meet some of the fun and unique people and characters who make up Wild Willies? Uh I'm I'm strong. I'm leaning strong for A. I want to see this haunted the Take the, it away. The haunted quarter of the uh of the park. <laughs> um and uh yeah that's that's where we're going okay so um philip and madison begin 
walking towards the north entrance of the park. Um, as you said, it's 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 quite a, a hot summer's day. Uh, perfect type of day for a mystery to unfold. And wouldn't you know it, Philip and Madison are about to find themselves in, in one heck of a uh, of a haunted mystery. So as they as they 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 skip along, they scamper along on this this hot summer's day in Wonder Wonder Willie's Wonderporium. What was the no, name excuse, of this? Excuse me, Matt. You mean Wild Willie's Entertainment Wonderporium and Family Fun Center Zoo Safari and Amusement Center World Thrill Park? That one. Um, they they they're passing by the the corner of the park the 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 entrance it's an entrance to a big uh structure that they don't recall seeing in in any of the ads um in fact uh philips philip seems to have seen this building before he um remembers watching it on a on an on a a youtube channel that specializes in defunct rides and theme parks and uh, there's also a very decent podcast that goes with it, but he's more familiar with the videos on the YouTube channel. So he watched it. He watched this video, and apparently this building existed way, but way back in the nascent days of Wild Willies, way back in the year 1920. Um, it was unfortunately torn down due to lack of park attendance. Um, during the 1930s when they were undergoing a lot of changes um, within the park. Uh, a lot of the old rides have been torn out and replaced. Uh, and this this ride he thought was one of them, but but here it was. Like, strangely, it was right there as a frozen in time, exactly as he remembers seeing it in the video. Um, but the strange thing is, nobody else seems to notice this, 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 um, this this luminous building, this mysterious edifice, uh, that that uh, almost like almost like it it was only him and Madison were the only ones who could see this building. Um, they walk up, and and Philip wants to investigate. Madison's a little bit hesitant. She says, uh, "Wait, wait, I I don't I don't know if we should go over there." I don't, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if we should hang out. Maybe, maybe we should go on the Tilt-A-Whirl instead, Philip. Philip says, ah, quit being such a baby. We got to investigate this ride. We don't know. It may be, it, it looks like it may be a, a worthwhile, a worthwhile, <laughs> a worthwhile experience for us there, Madison. And uh, Madison shrugs her shoulders and, and begrudgingly follows her brother to the ride, toward the ride. Um, they're both standing out in front of in front of the 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 haunted building, or the or what 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 Philip remembers seeing in the video was a haunted building. Do they a knock on the front door of the building? B talk to the old carny who has set up shop right out is his set up his little carny stand right outside the building's entrance, or C. Start throwing rocks at the window. First of all, I, before, before I get in, I just want to point out, we're literally writing a Goosebumps book. 
I know. Literally right here. <laughs> kind of this about was for that. like, wait, a brother and a sister, a haunted amusement park. One of them's scared, but one of them's brave. Uh, that we're writing a Goosebumps book, but that's fine. There's no shame in that. Or else, Mr. Mr. Stein, take notes for for your next adventure. Might learn something. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, Madison, and I think her adopted Scottish brother Philip. I was uh, actually I was going for a Wisconsin with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I but not Madison. Madison. Madison's not from Wisconsin. Do not make that mistake. No, no, she is. She just doesn't have the accent. Her brother does. <laughs> uh. Madison and Philip are standing outside the door when Madison uh, tries to distract her brother to make sure he doesn't go in. She looks over and she sees one of the park's employees. Why? It's one of the walk around mascots of Wild Willie's Dumpy Dog. Hey, Dumpy Dog, says says Madison, uh, trying to distract her brother so he'll lose interest in going in the house. Dumpy Dog, uh, a man in a dog costume, uh, comes over. Why are you kids? Welcome to Wild Willie's Entertainment Wonderporium and Family Fun Center Zoo Safari and Amusement Center World Thrill Park. Who wants a hug from Dumpy Dog? Madison, of course, runs up for a hug, but Philip doesn't find it amusing at all. He's a little too old for this kind of thing. Nonetheless, Philip goes over. Dumpy Dog, leave us alone. We're trying to investigate something. I'm not doing the accent. Uh, we're trying to investigate something. And he goes, oh, you want to investigate something? Then Dumpy Dog bends down to the kids' levels, whisper, do your kids want to buy some weed? What? Dumpy Dog? Dumpy Dog, we're 14 and 13. We can't smoke weed. And I was smoking weed back when I was your age. <laughs> what is going on with Dumpy Dog? Dumpy Dog, Dumpy Dog how old are you? Uh, uh, Philip says, Dumpy Dog, how old are you in that suit? He goes, don't worry. I've been working here ever since I was your age. Don't worry about it, kids. Someday you'll grow up to be like me, Dumpy Dog. And and Madison goes, Dumpy Dog, you can't be. T- you're nothing like the funny cartoons we watch all the time. And Philip goes, hey, wait, this is perfect. Dumpy Dog, what do you know about the abandoned haunted-esque ride over here? And Dumpy Dog says, well, maybe it's all the weed I've been smoking, but <laughs> they knocked that thing down nearly a hundred years ago. But some say certain days and nights, like in the middle of the day on a hot summer day, sometimes people can see it. But anyone who's ever gone on the ride hasn't come off. Dumpy dog, you're weird, says Madison. Um, I agree with Phil- Madison. And Philip grabs her arm and slowly starts to pull. Okay, Dumpy Dog, thanks for the offer to sell us weed. Okay, somebody, kids. somebody needs to get Dumpy Dog a big water bottle, I think. If, if, He's just really if dehydrated. Kids, if you kids need anything, you just look for your old pal Dumpy Dog. At that point, he takes out a vape and takes a huge hit of the vape. <laughs> It's poor. I just, I just picture a really strung out teenager <laughs> that's like, yeah, absolutely. Just needs all more in the costume. It's not going well. Oh man, he's, he's dehydrated and sweating in that thing. Um, he's just a really like strung out Gen Xer who really need, just needs a big just needs a big bottle of water and maybe a, maybe a, maybe a, maybe, a, maybe a vacation to a tropical island somewhere. Uh. Thankfully free of Dumpy Dog, Philip realizes that there may be something more to this haunted ride than he thought. 
It's not just something in his imagination, but it could be real. So Philip grabs Madison and says, Madison, quit being scared. We're going inside the we're going inside this thing and seeing what's going on. However, when they go to walk across the threshold between the walkway and the abandoned property, suddenly, A, they fall forward through the ground into an alternate dimension. B, his foot gets stuck. This isn't grass. It's something else. Or he trips, rolls, and crashes right through the front door. What was the first one? He sets his foot down, but it goes through the grass as he falls through into another dimension. Philip, with a, with a, with a crash, tumbles through the front door. Philip, I, I told you to stop doing cartwheels. This is no time for that. It's it's way too hot. What what could you possibly be thinking doing doing cartwheels at a time like this? Oh, you know, coach told me that I had to practice more these uh, cartwheels. Uh, I'm I'm going to be on the gymnastics team coming up, and I figured now would be as as good a time as any to to uh, to practice my move set, my move move set. But uh, it looks looks like appears as if we're in the house now, and uh, nothing's going on. Um, this is just a, an old and empty house, it seems. Okay. Um, Madison agreed. Madison looked around, and it, it just seemed like no different than their grandma's house. It was uh, very rustic, very old. A lot of upholstery on, um, on 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 the furniture. The the um. Some old, rustic-looking, um, uh, like floral-patterned wallpaper, but very, very, um, very, very subtle, very subdued, but um, ever, ever vescent nonetheless. It's it was it's all over on the walls and it, uh, just a thin veneer of dust on everything. Um, why this place doesn't seem haunted at all? Matter of fact, it seems rather, rather, rather comfortable, rather quaint. Come, Madison, let's go explore this, this, this house, this house some more. Let's see what's upstairs then. And Madison rolls her eyes and says, oh, okay, all right. But just promise that no one's going to see us here with me, with you. I don't, I don't want to remember. I, I I don't know who you are. I don't know yes, you. My adopted Canadian brother. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is slipping and becoming much more like Canadian or or North Irish as as we go. I don't know which one. Um, so anyways, they go up the stairs, um, and the third stair. When they reach the third stair, uh, Philip's foot crashes right through the step. It cracks. Um, help! Help! There, Madison. I I believe I'm stuck in the staircase. I believe I'm stuck in the staircase. Please, please get get to me someone over here to assist me. Please, can you can you start pulling? Can you start pulling? Can you start pulling, Madison? And Madison says, "All right, all right, quit fooling around there, Philip. We know we know that you're not your your foot's not stuck in this in the staircase. No, no, my foot is stuck. I I can't I can't get it out. I can't I can't, Madison. Um." 
and and sure enough, Madison goes over and tries to pull him out. But as try as she might, with all of her strength, she she can't she can't get him unstuck. Does she choose Sean to? It was at that moment when she noticed the door creaked open. Does she choose to a run to the door to see who is there to see if she can get some help for her brother who's stuck in in the middle of the staircase? B does she run up the stairs and and attempt to flee whatever is coming through the door or C does she stay put on the staircase or, or does she does she stay put on the staircase long enough to see who's coming through the door oh my god philip you are ridiculous this is crazy said madison <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's uh, Madison. Yes, you, Madison you has a voice Philip's accent. Okay, yeah, He's no, I'm, I'm all for it. Slash Irish. I'm, I'm all for with, it. Okay. She's a valley girl. Okay. Uh, oh my god, uh, this is um, sh- quiet. The door is opening. She decides to run. T- she decides to walk slowly, quietly towards the door to see if she can get a peek at who's entering. The door opens, and in walks a man. Now, of course. This is an abandoned property. All the windows are are boarded over, so there's not a lot of light inside. She doesn't get a good look at the guy as he's walking in, but it's clearly a man, a grown man, for some reason wearing a very nice suit, um, walking very confidently and casually into the property. Madison strains to get a better look, but as she does that, she loses her balance and tumbles down the stairs, landing at the bottom at the feet of this mysterious man. She looks up. And she sees the man's face for the first time. He's nobody she recognizes, but he is good looking. His hair all in a perfect spot in a beautiful crisp suit. It's at that point the man looks down, puts his hand down and says, ah, Madison, you're here just in time. Madison reaches up and grabs his hand. He helps her to his feet, helps her to her feet and says, Madison, of course, you know why you're here. Uh, excuse me, what could I possibly be needed here for? And he goes, why, Madison, you're here to play our game. Dun, 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 dun. At this point, all the lights come on. And these various shapes that they thought was old furniture and, and, and dusty relics is actually the set of a fantastical game show. da 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 uh, Madison is very confused. And at this point, she slowly backs up the stairs to her brother, Philip, who has seen all this happen and says, uh, Philip, what is going on? At this point, the well-crafted man walks up the stairs, grabs Philip with one arm, pulls him out of his, his thing and takes both children and leads them down to the floor. Well, you see, kids, you're here to play on the afterlife's best new game show. Fight for your life! Da, 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 da. Both kids and the two hosts of the show are very confused. Do they, A, willingly participate in this exciting new game show? B, do they, against their will, participate in this exciting new game show? Or C, do they try to escape from the well-quafted but incredibly suspicious game show host? Ooh, I'd much like to participate in this game show. <laughs> He's very Irish now. 
<laughs> Madison, Madison turns to her brother curiously. Um, did he say afterlife? She says, "Oh, I, I wasn't. I, I didn't. I, that's what I thought he said. Um, I, I didn't quite. I didn't quite understand that part. Are, are we dead?" Philip asks. Oh yes, you're both quite dead," responds the game show host. Um, so I guess there's nothing left than to play this this um, than to play this game show. Uh, fight for your life. Fight for your life in the afterlife. Um, I mean, a game show would be kind of fun, but I guess we can we can think about the the uh, other aspects of of. Uh, being unalive later, says Madison. <laughs> but let's take let's see what let's see where this game show is, is gonna is gonna take us. Um, they both they both oh it's this way. Come with me, says the game show host. He leads them to a back door, and um, they open the door, and they see a large stage where there are. Three podiums set up, three game show style podiums set up in the middle of the of the stage. Round one is the trivia contest. You will all be given a simple question to answer. Answer correctly, and you will make it to the next round. Answer incorrectly. And you must face the consequences. Question one. What is the name of this theme park? It must be in the correct order. And all words must be accounted for, for the name of this theme park. Uh... Confidently and surely, Philip approaches the microphone and he rattles off the, the accurate name of this theme park, which is Wild Willie's, Exper Wild Willie's Experimental uh, Wonderporium and Family Fun Center, Zoo Safari and Amusement Center, World Trill Park. <laughs> he's just full-blown Irish at this point. I I, I abandoned the Wisconsin is gone. He's he's it's just world, he's very worldly. It's just become a a strange brogue. Um and uh yeah, very worldly indeed, Philip is. Philip's a traveler. Um a free spirit. That is correct. Ding ding ding. You made it to the next round. You have a choice, however. Next round is a physical challenge. Will you be battling it out in the bumper cars? Duking it out in the dog racing? Or, no, the dog fight fights. And not fighting dogs... But dog fights, like as in like planes fighting each other, like like back like World War One flying ace style, <laughs> dog fights, or will you be uh, 
Or will you be crafting? <laughs> will you be cra a craft? Or or will you be crafting some cartwheels in the gymnastics challenge? The choice is yours. It's at this point, Madison, ever so vigilant, looks over and says, Well, boy, howdy, now wait a second, now wait a second. There's only two of us, but there's three podiums. Who's the third podium for? And the, and the, and the host goes, Ah, very clever girl. The audience groans. Oh, clever girl. No, come on, that was... That was good, the host said. Come on. Come on. Give me that. I'm, I'm really, really trying. What audience? Where's the audience? There's the studio audience. There's a studio audience? There's a studio. <sighs> okay. But they didn't like the joke. Mm. Ah, very clever girl. Well, <laughs> you see, you two aren't the only contestants on our show today. You see, there's a third contestant. And spoiler alert. It's the only other character we've introduced. <laughs> Poof! Appears Dumpy Dog. Oh, no. No, boo. No Dumpy whoa, Dog. Whoa. Man, here. what was in that strain? <laughs> this is, man, I, I got to lay off the vape. Dumpy Dog needs help. He needs help, Sean. Get him this, help. This is wild. This is wild. <laughs> All right, Dumpy Dog, says the host. <laughs> And he, he doesn't have a real name. He's he tried to sell drugs to children. <laughs> he needs help. Now he's fighting his way out of hell. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, Dumpy Dog. Uh, we've got a trivia question for you. Get it right, and you'll continue on to the physical challenge to face off against Philip. The question for you, Dumpy Dog, is what is the real name of the Dumpy Dog character? Dumpy Dog's a nickname. <laughs> But when Wild Willie invented Dumpy Dog back in 1903 as a no-sound short to play before a film, uh, what, was, what was the original name of Dumpy Dog? Now, Dumpy Dog and the guy inside the costume, not the smartest tool in the shed, you see. He, no, he's you, not. No, you think? He's not that bright, but he takes a pause. He seriously considers, knows there is a lot at stake here. And he thinks, and he thinks, he thinks long and hard. And he goes, Ugh, it, it's coming to me. I think Dumpy Dog's original name before the corporate merger was... Scrappy Squirrel. And the host goes, you're right. You got it. What? The crowd goes, ah. Wait, so was he a, was he a squirrel originally? And he it. became Don't worry, a Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's been 100 years. These things change. <sighs> All right. Dumpy Dog. Very good. I really need to make these questions more challenging. <laughs> you got it. Now, Dumpy Dog, you're going to get to face Philip here. In a physical, physical, physical challenge, challenge, challenge. You heard our options before. Are you going to choose gymnastics, bumper cars, or the third one? I don't remember. Dog fighting in a plane. Oh, in a plane. But I not to make actual it very clear dogs. That they're not dog fight. They're not fighting dogs. They're no dog an fights, aerial battle. An aerial battle in World War One style flying ace, flying ace type planes. Well, well. 
I don't think there's anyone on the planet who spent more time in bumper cars than this guy. Hell, I don't even do my job most of the time. <laughs> I'm just I'm just hanging around in the bumper cars. God, I, hate, I, hate, I, hate, I just hate Dumpy Dog so much. So Philip goes, sucks. Philip goes, Oi, all right, Dumpy Dog, you're on. Wait, he's Australian Mike? now? Sure. <laughs> you, you're on, mate. <laughs> My name's not Philip. <laughs> no, it is Philip. That's the one thing we know about him. His name is Philip. Uh, poof. At this point, the set disappears, and A are Dumpy Dog and Philip seated in bumper cars, ready to compete in battle. B. Was the bumper cars a ruse and they're really in a totally different game show challenge? Or C, have we taken this story so far off the rails that Philip wakes up and it was all a bad dream? His mom is shaking him awake, getting him ready to go to school. Philip really wished that this was all a bad dream. He wished above, above anything else that he could just wake up in his bed and this nightmare of a story would be over. And he could forget all about strange things like like dumpy dogs and sa- savory squirrels and, and competing in a game show for his life in the afterlife. But that's not one of these kind of stories. Instead, as no matter how hard Philip tried, he couldn't shake the feeling that he was falling, 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 falling from the sky in free fall. He, he, he looked around for a way out before his, 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 as the ground came closer and closer. Uh, before he, he smashed into the ground, he suddenly realized that he was an airplane. He had been transformed into a human airplane and <laughs> with a propeller where his mouth should be. So he couldn't say any more words in whatever accent he spoke or spoke with. Um, Philip, Philip the airplane flew, then now doing a nosedive, pulled himself up at the last possible moment and began flying toward the sky. He wished he could say something along the lines of, Oh, I'm a plane now here, Madison. Look at me. What I'm a plane. <laughs> Would you imagine that? I'm now a plane. Fancy me that. (laughs) But he couldn't because there was a propeller where his mouth should be. So he couldn't say things anymore. Madison, to her surprise, also was uh, in the the sky. But this time, she was not a plane. She was riding in Philip as the plane's pilot. Because this is the afterlife, we could do whatever we want. So... Uh, it, Madison says, it seems like the game show host turned you into a plane and we're going to dog fight now. And, but not with dogs. We're going to fight with planes in the air, like a uh, uh, world war one flying aces. And, uh, <laughs> Oh, look, there's our opponent now. Um, uh, <laughs> the dog, the scrappy dog. Um, what was his name? Der- Derpy Dog? I'm not bailing you out. <laughs> Scrappy Squirrel. It's Scrappy Squirrel. And, and oh, they look over and they see a cartoon. Uh, he almost like he was reverted back to being a cartoon again. In his original squirrely state. It's Scrappy Squirrel. Um, 
they thought the the best illusion they could make to have what he looked like was like like Rocky from um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. If he was jacked, he was super super jacked. That's right, really jacked, like the most jacked squirrel you could possibly think yeah, of. Very famously, very muscular, very tall. All those propaganda films. Yes, very much, very much. Like you could utilize him for for some good propaganda. Buy war bonds, says Scrappy Squirrel. Yes, Scrappy Squirrel um, will, will help. Get, he'll help. He'll help win, win the fight. Um, and he's flying his own plane. But they realize as he gets closer and closer that he's actually not flying the plane, but he himself is the plane and pilot. Consubstantially, they're both one and the same, and they're flying. He's flying right towards. Um, Philip and the Philip and Madison venture. Quick, we have to come up with a name, says Madison. He's got a name. He's Scrappy Squirrel, but what's our name? Philip would have liked to have said, Ooh, well, I'm Philip and you're Madison. And those are our but names. But he doesn't have those a mouth. Are... His mouth is a propeller. <laughs> but of course, he could not say that because his <laughs> there was a propeller where his mouth should be. Um, Madison sensed, though, that Philip probably meant that their name should be um, A, Cornelius, B, the Mad the Mad Hatter Adventure, or C, um, Liver, Liveronium, <laughs> Liveronium, Two two seven five. Madison sitting in the cockpit of her brother, who's now a plane, uh, thinks she hears through the sound of the whirring blade. <laughs> Livermonium. <laughs> she thinks she hears it through the. Ah, I see. Our plane's name is Livermonium. Wow, I don't know what that means and makes no sense unless you have some insider knowledge. But okay, it's time for us to fight Scrappy Squirrel. Uh, Madison reaches up to put on her aviator goggles and feels she's already wearing glasses. What? She's not wearing glasses. She reaches up, takes the glasses off. Hey, wait a second. This is a virtual reality headset. What what's going on here? She pulls off the headset and notices she's in a blank room, sitting on a chair. She looks over and on two other chairs are her brother Philip, also wearing a VR headset, and Dumpy Dog, and the guy inside of him, who's also wearing a VR headset. They're making sounds with their mouth, thinking they're actual airplanes. <laughs> Why would they need to do that? Why would they need to make this? It's very immersive. Don't worry about it. It's very immersive. They think they're playing. (laughs) They need to make the sounds. (laughs) The game doesn't make it for them. They're they're really getting into character, I guess. (laughs) Well, gee whiz, isn't this strange, said Madison in another accent. This is quite peculiar. Inside this room, there's nothing but them, the chairs, the headsets, that's it, except for a single door. Madison looks around a little suspiciously. 
and decides to slowly and quietly get up from her chair and walk over to the door. She puts her ear to the door. She doesn't hear anything on the other side. She reaches down for the knob, turns it slowly. It's unlocked. She opens the door just a crack to see what's on the other side, and what she sees is a large bank of monitors playing back the exciting aerial adventure that we could be hanging out in if I hadn't shown us this side of the story. They're diving and they're there too. It's very exciting and we don't have the budget to audibly present it properly. We just can't. Sorry. So you got to pretend it was exciting. Madison, the pieces are starting to come together. This isn't, I don't think they're planes at all. She says quietly to herself. She looks over and there's a single man standing behind the mirrors, behind the monitors. He's wearing a crisp suit. He looks like the game show host. But there's something funny about his face. So so quietly, when he's focused on these monitors, watching this aerial battle happen in virtual reality, she walks up behind him and notices a seam along his neck. She says, aha! reaches up, pulls off his mask, and he's A, a disgruntled World War I veteran whose wife was murdered at Wild Willie's. B, the real Wild Willie who faked his death back in 1974. Or a canceled game show host who was accused of sexual assault on his spokesmodels, was canceled and fired from his game show, and was using this to get back at Philip and Madison's, whose parents were executives at the TV channel. Oof, that's... It's dark. That's a dark one. I, I really was... I was really going for it. Um... Hey, I know you. Oh, sorry. Hey, I know you. From, from the YouTube channel. My favorite YouTube channel. Yeah. You, you're, the, you're the original Wild Willie. It's you. I thought you died back in 1933. <laughs> Wild Willie. But, he lo- he, but he has a big YouTube following. <laughs> you're, you're, in the, you're in the documentary. The documentary. I, I, I saw you. I saw you there. What? How are you? What are you doing here? How are you still alive? I have so many questions for you. Wild Willie turns and says, "Kid, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you came from or why you talk like that. But let me tell you something about Wild Willie, and let me tell you something good here. You listen. This is all." This is all a ruse. This is all a game. This is all this this all ain't real. So uh, what I want you to do is I want you to cartwheel yourself on out of here. Forget you ever saw any of this. Forget you ever you ever knew the name Wild Willie. You, you got you got some bright years ahead of your kid, and and uh, I, I don't want you to I don't want you to, to to waste it all here like like a like like a certain mascot whose name I can't remember. Uh, you know, I don't want you to, I don't want to see you become a deadbeat like him. So uh, I reckon, I reckon you better pull up your spurs and, 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 and turn the other way before, before you, before bad things happen to you. Why, why Willie? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I, you, I, I'm one of your biggest fans here. I remember you from the documentary. I saw you. 
and and I and I just don't know what to say. I I, I reckon I reckon and he's choked up now and he can barely get the words out. He says, I reckon never meet your heroes. That's what, that's what Mao always used to tell me. Come on, Madison, we're going. Madison says, now just you wait. Willie, my brothers waited a lifetime of 14 years to meet you. And he's and he's finally he finally sees you in the flesh face to face. He thought you were dead, Willie. We thought you were dead. And and now you're operating a a a virtual reality game in a theme park in in a hidden mansion that only we can see. It doesn't make any sense, Willie. What what are you? What you you are some. You owe us some expl. You know, you owe us an explanation for what's going on here, and you owe you owe my brother an apology. He's he all he wanted was to meet you, and have fun on this day and in this theme park, with the excruciatingly long name that ought to be criminal. That a theme park has a name as long as this one, so. So, so you better get to ex- explaining yourself, Willie. Is that there a uh, what you got in your hand there, young girl? It takes me back. What does Madison have in her hand? Does she have a a pink marble with a yellow center, a yellow cat's eye center? B, a keychain with the words uh, save scrappy squirrel (laughs) on the keychain. Or does she have approximately a vial containing approximately 2.75 grams of liveronium? Well, listen, hire a little lady. First of all, uh, Madison opens up her hands and reveals she's holding a loaded handgun. What a twist! Young, young, young lady, what are you doing with that loaded? I'm so sorry. Uh, oops, uh, wrong hand. She opens up her other hand, which 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 actually contains a keychain that says "Save Scrappy Squirrel." Oh, little lady. The story of Scrappy Squirrel is quite a sad one, I must say. You see, in, in, in an effort to wrap up a bunch of loose ends, let me explain to you my story, the story of Wild Willie. You see, I came out to the Wild West back in 1912 uh, to, to tell my story of, of, a, of a wild woodland creature named Scrappy Squirrel. You see, I thought America needed a hero at that time. And that hero's name was Scrappy Squirrel. But you see, the corporate interests of the old Wild West uh, (laughs) were interested in getting their hands on Scrappy Squirrel. And they would stop at nothing. Stop at nothing. That's why in 1951, they changed the name to Dumpy Dog. And, 
and, and I lost nearly everything. So in 1974, I promised that I would cryogenically freeze myself until the technology existed to unfreeze myself so I could take back control of the Wild Willow Kingdom. That technology was invented in 2015, and I've been back ever since at the head of the Wild Willie Corporation. You see, kids today, they got it too damn easy. They don't know what it's like to be in a World War I-style air fight. Now, I never <laughs> served our country, but I assume it was pretty scary at the time. And, and what the kids today need is less of the Fortnites and the Roblox. What they need is Scrappy Squirrel, damn it. That's why I've invented this interactive, immersive VR. So someday, you ever see the movie Ready Player One? That's that's basically my plan. I could tell it to you, but if you've seen the movie, you get you get the idea. You 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 get where I'm going with this. I want everybody to be in Wild Willies Entertainment Wonder Porium and Family Fun Center Zoo Safari and Amusement Center World Thrill Park Virtual Reality, so they can live. How they should be, like things were back back in the old days before they got complicated, young lady. Do you understand what I'm saying? Wild Willie gets down on one knee, his head level with, with Madison's. Young lady, you see, there's a secret I've been hiding. You two aren't just some random strange kids I picked out of the park. You were chosen. To be part of Wild Willie's wild experiments. The truth is, A, uh, that uh, Philip is actually adopted from a foreign country, uh, and Madison doesn't know, and Wild Willie for some reason does. B, Wild Willie uh, is actually leading a secret cult, Wild Willie's cult and emporium, uh, of people who are planning for the end times or C wild Willie isn't real. They're still in virtual reality. And wild uh, Willie is a made up character. Oh my God. What's going, what's wrong with wild Willie? What? Uh, Madison, I, I do, I do believe that seems that seems that Wild Willie's uh, having a bit of a trouble here. I, I don't, I don't quite, I don't quite understand what's happening. And Willie starts to jerk motion, um, left and right, up and down. He's starting to. They're starting to notice that he's becoming tr almost like a tr like translucent. Um, I think, I don't think this is the real Willie, Madison says. I think he's a hologram. Uh, and then Willie disappears in a cloud of ones and zeros. They're still in the, in the simulation. And... Just then, they turn around and they notice something. They notice a large meteor headed straight for them. 
But what's on the meteor? But the face of Scrappy the Squirrel. And, he's, and he turns and he starts to start speaking to them. And he says, I knew that fool couldn't be trusted. That's why the Western corporate interests had to take him out. <laughs> and so in 1974, when that old bastard had himself frozen, we went in and unplugged him and thawed him out and then buried him at sea. For the final test, you'll have to find where he's buried. And the meteor smashes into the earth and creates this giant crevice and, 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 in the ocean. And the crevice leads to a, a big, there's just like a big pit everywhere. And, and in the middle of the pit is A... a tombstone that says here lies old Willie question mark <laughs> B a what looks like a small replica of a ship like a but almost like a bath toy of a ship or C a the largest shell, the largest oyster shell that anyone has ever seen, and it's slowly opening up. In a baffling turn of events, <laughs> Philip and Madison are on the bottom of the seabed in the middle of the ocean after a meteor strikes it, where they encounter a giant clam shell. It's slowly opening. And as they look inside, they see Wild Willy, but he's not Wild Willy. He's a mermaid who's also Wild Willy. <laughs> Why, hello, kids. What do you think of my mermaid's tail? <laughs> Suddenly, the whole world go, foot, 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 starts getting staticky. <laughs> Wild Willy. Back in the control room, still on his knee, takes the headset off of Madison. Uh, you kids weren't supposed to see that. Uh, that, that, that one's only for, for Wild Willy. Uh, anyway, that's the kind of amazing technology I've been working on. I just, wa I just wanted to give you another example. You know, the plane stuff was cool. I think, I think the mermaid stuff was really what's going to help it take off. I think people are going to love that. Anyway, back to what I was saying. These Western corporate interests have been after me for too long, but kids, I want to give you the ultimate opportunity. The opportunity I, Wild Willie, never had as a young boy. You see, behind that door is A, a contract that when signed it, the kids inherit Wild Willie's amusement park. B, a time machine so they can go back in time and stop those capitalist pigs from stealing Wild Willie's ideas. Or C, it's just an exit, and they can go back into the park and go home and act like this whole weird thing never happened. Willie, I have something to say to you. You can keep your bloody contract. You can keep your bloody time machine. 
You can keep your bloody VR, but just know that today, today you've lost a fan. You've lost a bloody fan, Willie. <laughs> and, and, and it's a shame. It's a shame. So the next time I do a cartwheel, the next time I practice for me gymnastics competitions, just remember, I'll, I'll remember every time that you should never meet your heroes because, because, well, it's just too darn confusing. Well, all right. I appreciate your, your honesty, young man. And uh, just remember that the gift shop is located to the left as you exit the, the ride. Uh, I, I, got, I got one more surprise for you in there. So why don't you, uh, you and your sister, head on out and have a rest of a, a pleasant day here at, at Wild Willie's. Uh, don't be a stranger now. And he, he tips his invisible cap. He doesn't actually have a cap, but he, he positions his hand as if he did have a cowboy style hat on and he tips it. Um, well, okay then. And they are, come on, Madison, let's go see what, what they have in the gift shop. So they go to the gift shop. As they rummage through all of they browse through the things, Philip seems to think he knows what Wild Willie, the last surprise Wild Willie has in store for him. Does he see in the gift shop A. A. Trapper Keeper with Wild Willie and the logo of the theme park stamped on the front. B. A disc, a small um, floppy disc that just has the words to my biggest fan hastily scribbled in blue pen or C a souvenir copy of all of their day's adventures on video cassette. Boy, I got to be honest with you, Madison. That that was that was a strange ride. Gee, gee Williams, that was a strange ride. I don't know. Look here, they got they got a VHS tape with with the whole with the whole video of the ride on it. He pops it into the demo VCR. Madison says, Ugh, "I didn't even think they made VHSs anymore." Starts playing, shows them. It shows uh, Dumpy Dog was a plant all along. He psyched him into thinking no one else could see the house, but really everybody could. He was tripped intentionally into falling in, and the and the stair was a plant. Wild Willie was dressed up as the game show host, made him think they were dead the whole time. They played that weird trivia challenge, based only questions based around the park, which of course a ride of the park would do. All the way through to the, the plane fight, the virtual reality, the... Wild Willie talk and the exit. Oh wow! I guess that was the uh, the ride the whole time, huh? Well, that's that's pretty strange. But you know what, Massa? I, I think we learned a lot here today. 
Uh, Wild Willie's out of his damn mind. They really should do something about that man. He is not right. He is not right. And Madison goes, and I think I learned something. I think I learned something today, too. I learned that while they say never meet your heroes, I met my hero today. And he was everything I dreamed he'd be. Madison and Philip walk out of the out of the, the, the gift shop side by side, sun setting in front of them as they head towards the exit of the park. Philip motions over to Madison, says, and by the way, Madison, where did you get that loaded handgun from? And Madison goes, some secrets I'll never tell. <laughs> End scene. Good job. All right. We made well it. Well done, buddy. I want our listeners to know that and just in case you couldn't tell, that was a hundred percent improv. Really? From the hey, very I worked hard on that script. Beginning. Don't say that. That was a lot of work. That was um, a lot of work. All right. Wow. Improving is hard, Sean. Let's never do it again. <laughs> no, come on! I I remember the last time I laughed so hard. That was I love. I, I almost died. Was, uh, several there were several moments throughout that adventure that uh, had me absolutely in 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 a fit in <laughs> fits fits of laughter. It was mainly having to do with the accents and the and the ever the ever presence of this Willy character. Who I I have a feeling maybe coming back again. This wild Willy. I think. I think what we need to do is we, I got to go back and listen to all our creative story episodes and we need like an Avengers style team up of all the insane characters we've created. I think that would be a great thing to do for a future creative challenge improv episode. I, I totally agree. And in universe, <laughs> can, uh, can our, can our eggplant wizard from uh, our D and D crossover? Um, Absolutely. From game and, nights. And yeah. Our, and our office assistant, uh, who Grog? Was, uh, Grog, Grog? Yes. What was his name? Yeah, yeah. I think it was Grog, and he was very Grog. stupid. Uh, no, we got to Yeah, there were some great characters in our our D and D days. Uh, and we we've taken that learning and brought it here to these new stories. So. Yeah. Man, and then then uh, then Philip and his his ever changing accents. <laughs> he didn't know what he was. You know, honestly, we are, I'm going to start doing the research. You and I, we're going to do a whole episode on accents. I think that would be a hoot. Get some audio playing of some different accents. See if we can do them. Um, try and understand the differences where they come from. Because we we need practice. You're better. Yeah. You're way better than I am. But we're still a bit all over the map. I cannot do accents. Uh, I I don't know. I, I, th- I thought I was just, I thought I was just making... Making it up half the time, but it's not bad. The, you're probably, honestly, Matt. You're, they're good. You just shift between them too much. When yeah, like each one alone is good. You just and I think my thing. I can do character voices. I can't do accents. Hmm. Uh, you so have, I can you talk the... like I'm a weirdo, but I can't like talk like I'm British. You well, you had I mean? the. I thought you had the Valley Girl down pretty well. The um. Madison, uh, are you like, uh, are you are you serious? See, that's one I can't do. I I just can't uh, even wrap my head around it. Not, it's not really an accent so much as a in, inflection, like a character. Yeah, yeah. Character yeah I, I'm walking. Hey, get out, I'm walking here. You know, like that kind of stupid bullshit I can do. But um, the yeah, I I don't know. I, I he went yeah, but uh, Philip went. He went all over the map. 
He was just all over the map. <laughs> yeah, I don't Phillip. think there was a country he didn't visit. Yeah. World um, world traveler, Philip. But no, that was great. Hey, maybe yeah. maybe this this is only first of many visits to Wild Willie's uh, Emporium uh, Entertainment, a Wonderporium, and Family Fun Center Zoo Safari and Amusement yeah. World Thrill Park. Well, this you know this is a fun time as always, Sean. Uh, this is what happens when we don't have a plan going into the show. It's a creative challenge night, and um, I, we hope that you enjoyed it as well at home. Yes, hopefully we'll have an idea for next week. TBD. Um, but we will be back either way. Uh, of course, up for debate.tv is our website. All the episodes are there, uh, including the two parter on Spider-Man turn off the dark. We just finished. You should definitely check out. Definitely just, check that out. That was yeah, a, check it out uh, on YouTube. The video versions are up there. So you hear us, but you also watch the show at the same time. It's the best way to experience it. And of course, subscribe to the audio version hmm. where you get podcasts. Uh, and you can also get a hold of us up for debate TV at gmail.com or tweet at us at up for debate TV. We got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Uh, throughout the spring, March Madness is not too far away. We have our, our annual t- Super Bowl two-parter is a couple weeks away. Uh, we got some really exciting stuff coming up. So you're not going to miss it. That you don't want to miss. You don't you don't want to miss our, our Super Bowl spectac- Super Bowl special-taculars annually. We make prop bets. I beat Sean in the prop bets. It's an annual uh, tradition. You beat, Except listen. it didn't happen last year. Last year, Sean, Sean definitely got the best of me last year and I I'll, I'll give him full credit on that. Um, but this year is going to be different. I mean, I've been doing a lot of research, researching Rihanna and her, her number, her best known hits for our, uh, halftime show challenge, uh, where Very we smart. have to name, name her songs. Um, the, the, well, honestly, the Gatorade one is the one that, uh, that always throws me off. But I think this year I have a new strategy. I'm going to, go to the store, I'm going to buy every flavor of Gatorade and I'm going to douse myself in each one and I'm going to see which one, which one I'm going to see which one feels like the the vibe of which one is the one that they're going to go with, which the one I get the best feeling with. I'm just going to keep just pouring them on until I get that, get those vibes. Or it could just be the electrolytes. The, the Gatorade color, uh, you've never won that before. So no. this could be the first year. And I will say, Matt, we this will be our eighth. We've done seven. You've won uh, five to my two. So you, you've got a pretty good head start on me, but I did win last year. I'm looking for revenge. And Matt, I happen to pull up the, the master spreadsheet where we track all this. Um, and I forget that we do this. Uh, we've done it the last couple of years. You and I made predictions last Super Bowl of who we thought would play in this year's Super Bowl. Would you like to hear those predictions? Yeah, yeah, I would very much like to. I think we kind of hit it 50-50. I don't know why on earth I would have picked this. Uh, Matt, you said Bills versus Cardinals. Oof, oof. Which the Bills you probably got. No, no, it's it's the Cardinals one's way off. Yeah, wow. And then I, for some insane reason, I picked the Colts versus the Vikings. Which I have no idea why. And who knows? The Vikings are at least in the playoffs, unlike the Colts. So maybe, but that. that why would I have picked the Cardinals? What? I, I, why would I have picked the, the, the Vikings? Were I don't. The Vikings are. Okay, well, Minnesota is in the playoffs, at least. Yeah, so at least we both have one team that's in the playoffs. And, and the other team was just a complete wash. Yeah, but the thing maybe, is, maybe it'll be Bills Vikings. 
and we'll each have a team. Oh, and, and that would be an awful Super Bowl. Very interesting. The Bills would crush them. Uh, <laughs> but the what's interesting is like everyone thought the Bills were going to go to the Super Bowl this year, last year. Like everyone knew that. Nobody said the Vikings were. They're not. They weren't supposed to be good this year. So I don't even know why I would have picked. That is them a. Anyway. It is a strange prediction. It is a strange. And they're uh, they're even even though they're they have a a a pretty good record, very good record. They're they're kind of. I think the assumption is that they're going to bite it in the first round, but oh, they're one and done, but um, you never know. We never know. You got to be in it to win it. And uh, I have no, I still, I will be scratching my head. Why did 2022 Matt pick the Cardinals to be in the Super Bowl? Where, what was I? I might have to, I might have to re-listen to that episode and just figure out what, where was with well, a, I, I don't even know where the logic was to. They weren't good last year, right? They were no. not. No, the not hell did I pick no. the I mean, Cardinals? This is, this is why we record these things. So we'll have to go back and do our research, but that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, always a good time, one of our favorite times of year. So you're definitely going to want to come back and check that out. But until then, on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next time for another great edition of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.